Uh, all right, we're here. We're live. Uh, welcome everybody to the Built for War YouTube welcome. channel. My name is Austin. I am your host, accompanied by my co-host, hello, Mr. Mike. Music, music, and for uh, my Latino brothers, music. Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, we had a couple of technical issues. As you guys can see, if you're watching, if you are, big things have happened. Things have really happened. Look at where we are. We're not in my little rinky dink office anymore. We're not in there anymore. I like that. Yeah, we got actually kind of a cool little backdrop going on, like setting the vibe for y'all. Yeah, and uh, which then sets our vibe, which then leads into better conversation. Better conversation, and like we can actually like talk right instead of being like, oh, here's a dog. (laughs) Oh, hey, bye, broke. Yep, yep. See you later. (laughs) So if you if you do hear a little bit of an echo, it's because there isn't a whole lot of stuff on the walls yet. Uh, we're working on that. It's a work in progress. Yeah. But hey, boom, we got the room. Now we just got to get the sound get blocking. The and then we get the sound. We got to get the mics right, too. Because I right, I know. We we're always <laughs> moving. Um, you can tell like the people that really have uh, put their time into things, like a Joe Rogan or a uh, even Flex Lewis. I haven't really watched a lot of his podcasts. Um, just a fan. But like when he's doing his shit, he has like, his chair so perfect with his mic. Half the time, he's got the headphone halfway off. And he's yeah. just... He don't even move and he just talks. <laughs> like it's like Yeah, but doesn't he just sit there and like talk to himself? <laughs> he uh he usually has like some kind of a guest. Okay. But he or he does or he does like his wife or whatever. He just does uh stuff like that. I haven't seen a lot of the content, but oh, just okay. st- little stuff on the gram and stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. uh I mean it sounds pretty cool. Um I mean just sick setup. But yeah. uh, anyway, but like he just seems like he never moves it. We're like, Hey, let me turn here. Let me turn here for you guys watching if you see us. Uh, which, you know, you just got to find the spot. Yeah, I mean, everything's uh, everything's all brand new. It is. We both have rotating. We have rotating chairs. Did you leaning. Do you see what this chair is for you people on YouTube? You can see this chair. Look at this chair. Okay. So many options. I can come on. <laughs> can I? Yeah, this you can. Again, yeah. right? This is the levered one. It's on the right side. Oh, he's going to bust his ass. Oh, I found it. You found it? I like this because, see, I can, like, chill. Uh-huh. Or I can drop the bag. <laughs> I, know, I know it might not be a half bad idea to drop it actually feels good because then i can actually relax my legs i don't have very long legs i think they're like you hear that <laughs> and, uh, oh, what so, a way to start off a podcast. right and uh so if i if i i need to sit lower to the floor like um short people stuff or then my tippy toes are like i can literally like swing my legs on a bar stool that's fair yeah like i can't no i know most of <laughs> most adults can't i can't i'm just like swinging my legs so. oh man i know uh, yeah so yeah if you guys are watching on video it is a sick setup now yeah. um got a little bit of everything going on um but yeah as you guys heard from the last podcast we are definitely making a big comeback definitely um yeah, a lot of finally, if you guys haven't listened, the Ryan Stewart podcast is out from a year ago. <laughs> Sorry, but Ryan. But it's so awesome though that I'm glad it's out. So yeah. Guys, give it a tune, give it a listen. I listened to it today. I watch I listened to it today at work. You? Yep. Yeah. Yep. It'll be up on YouTube shortly. Yep. It's uh it's a long video to process. Very much so. Since it was uh two hours and two, fifty like, minutes. Yeah, I was gonna say I think it's like two forty nine, mm-hmm. like four seven or something. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, damn. Yeah. Um We definitely uh, had a really good was, conversation. It was good though. I mean that that's the coolest thing, is like in uh, 
we're gonna again try to get some more people on the show, more of the guests, and uh, get into like those, right? Those are the, that's why we do this, yeah, to get into conversations and like let it roll. And it's like that was three hours of talking, and like if we want to cut it short, and I was getting pretty tired, and uh, but like I think we all were because but, we all worked that day, we all had work the right. next day, and luckily you were still living, I think, in Firestone. I was, so it wasn't too so far of a like, drive. I was like, like fuck, no, it. fuck it, we're good. Yeah, I don't even care, and. uh Cause that was like what a Thursday night or something. Yeah, um, yeah. Cause we always do podcasts. Yeah, on Thursday. Thursday night. So uh, it's a Friday night. It's a tonight, Friday though. So and, um, and we got a lot of catching up to do. We do. We do. Um, a lot of big things went down in 2020. Yes, we're coming up in 2023 now. We are. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, a lot of very very big things. About but big them. things are coming. They're good. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So I think this is the basis of this show. We're just gonna do like kind of a recap. What is Built for War been doing? What is Built for What War are they doing? doing? You know, and because uh, <clears throat> for you stereotypics, uh, you know, when people go silent or maybe ghost mode on the gram or social media, it doesn't always mean a bad thing. <laughs> so they they haven't all died. They, right. Oh, he's doing drugs. <laughs> he hasn't posted in three weeks. Something yeah. serious has happened. He's in jail. <laughs> No, sometimes it just... He got a divorce. He's uh, moved out. He lives on the streets. <laughs> divorce lives... Yeah. <laughs> what Isn't happened to Austin Trotter? He died. <laughs> Why have I still seen him? Oh, he's not on Instagram anymore, so he must be dead. That guy posted like every day. And then all of a sudden, he just stops. Well, see he died. He died. <laughs> so, but no. I do get that a lot. Everybody's always like, are you are you still training? Yeah, right. Are, are you, you still, still lifting? Are you still are doing you? 100%. Like, yeah, I am. I just, I got over fucking posting all of my training videos 100%, 100%. and I've only competed twice so far this year. Yep. So those videos and everything went up. Yeah. Otherwise, when they happen, like, right. Yeah. Outside of that, but you're just not, yeah, you're just doing your thing mm -hmm. right? and I'm in a very similar spot. So I totally get it. Yeah. Totally get it. So, but now, uh, you know, uh, we're, we're starting to get the, the, our lives are always hectic and always changing and that's a good thing, right? Like, don't be scared to change. Uh, things should keep evolving and oh, keep yeah. you on your toes. You know what I mean? And like, cause everybody's like, Oh, well, you know, that's the thing is like you get torn because sometimes you're like trying to wait for that perfect moment for things, right? People with babies or this, and I get those things, but it's like with the podcast, like, yeah, our lives are spinning out of control and they still are, but we've regulated it enough to where like now we start being consistent on, putting out new content and new motivation, right? You got to inspire and do it and want to do it. Yeah. Cause we're not going to half ass this just cause, and it's like, yeah, then you guys aren't going to get the material that you want. And uh, well, and my thing, it, it all started out with February. February just got so fucking hectic. Right. I started my business in late January. Yep. Had a $15,000 contract that I had to get finished up as like my first big job <laughs> right. with my right. company and everything. Right. Um, once I got that finished, mid-february brooke and i had our wedding ceremony yep. and then right after that early march was uh shamrock showdown yeah oh yeah that's right yeah mm -hmm. you did the shamrock yeah yeah there's and then shortly after that nationals and then shortly after, like we'll break into it but yeah. uh, we'll get into it but yeah it's just been exactly and like just one thing after another like another thing and like something that's really taking up your time and your focus and and everything else so um but uh, all good things, mm -hmm. big changes, good things. And that's why we're here. This is what we're going to tell you about. So listen to my face, hear my words. <laughs> <laughs>
listen to me breathe into this microphone for <laughs> no. the next hour and a half. <laughs> I know. I need to back up the mic because I keep on. Oh, I haven't even heard it. Oh. <laughs> I was just joking around. Oh, I was like, oh shit. I, mean, I was like breathing into it. I, I did notice myself uh, on the podcast I made like for the what's been happening on yeah. Spotify. I heard myself like. Yeah, I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta back off of the mic a little. <laughs> well, and it is like you gotta find just that right spot, mm-hmm. so it doesn't sound too far away, too thing. Because like you don't even really naturally you lean, you know what I mean? So you get farther away from the mic. Yeah, it's not like it moves with you. <laughs> like, no. You have to stay. I know they need a gimbal for microphones Ooh. so that way when you move, exactly, it's just like hello, <laughs> like a face. Like remember those old school like um, I don't know what they really were, but you remember seeing old movies. Uh, like I think maybe forties, fifties, when people to get those neck huge braces over their heads, like when they would like break their neck or something, they have like a big cage over their head. They're <laughs> yeah. like a big, you know what I mean? Yeah, for you, sure. You could get one of those with a microphone. With a microphone? <laughs> oh no, the old braces. Yeah, the big wired braces. Yep. You could get that with a microphone. Boom. <laughs> yeah. But... Shark Tank. <laughs> Shark Tank. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about that, Mike. <laughs> I'll stick to trying to do strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, might be a good idea. It might be your million million dollar idea. I don't know. Never know. You know? Oh, that's awesome. So. so ooh. Kings. Ooh. You owe me a soda. Ooh, ooh you gave me a soda. I gave you a soda. <laughs> you dirty dog. Yeah. I'm drinking soda tonight. So, uh, what's been up with you this year, Mike? Oh, all right. Let's do the, yeah, let's, do, let's break this down. Where are we at right now? We're almost, that's crazy. We're almost done with 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, lifestyle, uh, same, you know, I run a business and very similar to Austin. So, uh, self-employed, which means you're just, you're never off the clock and, uh, it's good. You got, got your rules, got your, you do what you want and, uh, but you gotta keep consistent. So gave up the nine to five to work 24 <laughs> seven. Exactly. So 2014 mm-hmm. always, uh, but no, it's good. And then, uh, yeah, just continuing that man. And then, uh, always progressing in business, trying to eventually use my brain, not my brawn anymore, you know, cause we, as a general contractor and self-employed and we live in fucking 2022 where nobody wants to get out of their house and go do something mm-hmm. and, and, you know, work for a dollar. And, uh, unfortunately, hand, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, so it's, very, it's really hard. You lose and it's very difficult to try to find good help at an affordable price. And, and, you know, and, and prices and everything else. I know, understand people want to get paid, but it's like, yo, bro, you ain't got the experience, homie. Yeah, like, for sure. <laughs> like, what the fuck you want? Like, <laughs> like no, not Reality. Not going to happen. You know what I mean? They just mm-hmm. come in, like, fresh. Like, oh, I should at least be making, like, 25. It's like. The, the sad part is, though, is that that is kind of what they should be making I, I mean, technically, I get it. Because, it's like 100%. Bro. Yeah, I mean, like, even, like. It's it's sad because the subway down the street is hiring for seventeen dollars an hour. Oh, I know facts to that's make sandwiches. I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. Like any job you go to, you can make at least like eighteen bucks. Yeah, if you have any kind of experience. Yeah, and especially right now, um, I keep telling people like, do when the best moments, uh, the best blessings. I feel like are when everybody else, the masses, is turned away from it. So uh, in the fact of like right now, nobody wants to work. It's annoying as shit for us blue collar people that are working hard but for you people that are looking for jobs and stuff it's like you have such an open opportunity right now to where back in the day when it was like everybody was working Mm -hmm. and the only way to get in the foot of that door to even try to apply for that job is if you knew somebody or you had certificates where right now people like 
They don't give a shit. Well, like, and I don't care what you think about the uh, the presidency before this one. Right. But that was when the economy was booming so much. Dude, everybody's working. Everybody that's, was that's working. That's what I'm saying. And now all of a sudden it's back to, yeah, let me sit at couch and then like, what do it? Can I, what can I get away with? What can I get for doing nothing? <laughs> well, and the sad thing is, is the government's still handing out $1,200 well, exactly. checks every Giving month. Giving it all the time. Like, oh, it's okay. Week. Hey, are you suffering from sitting in your house all day? Driving yourself in crazy, watching social media. Yeah, we're gonna pay you. I mean, that's that's also a whole <laughs> rant that I can just. Oh yeah, I know. It's a rabbit hole. Uh, yeah. As soon as I start going. Oh, down I know. It. I know. I know. We're already starting it. Off. Yeah. But anyway, let's let's turn. You know, and that's another thing. It's a really, circle. It's, <laughs> life is like a circle. It's a circle. It's a circle. If you guys watch all our podcasts, I always have to bring that up because it's facts. And look, right now, what's staring at us being this light. It's a circle. It's a circle. The whole reason why I got the halo. Light. I love it. I Plus, really I want to. I want to build a computer. I'm getting one built in January. Stop it, it. I swear to God, um, if it's good, um, then I'll, I'll see. Like he's he's built them before for himself and everything. The kid that works with me, Ethan, who I'm trying to get to that strongman. Oh yeah, yeah. He's come twice now, and uh, it's. I really wish I had a few more. So that's again. Like let's continue the story. Plus this. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, right now I actually got a guy kid. Found after fucking many higher fires. Yeah. Uh, past year and a half, I finally got a kid through another guy, through another contractor. He's like 19, but he's a little gym rat, but he's old school. Like, mm-hmm. he really does understand how to work for a dollar. And, like, Fuck he's yeah. a good kid, good kid. And he's a gym rat. And, uh, and uh, he kind of looks up to to me and like the strongman and like what they do and he's just like that's crazy you yeah know? and he's a bodybuilder but he wants to know because like at first he's just kind of like yeah yeah and then it's uh, perfect for you because that's oh dude I get to like teach all day like I love it because <laughs> like he brought it up he'd start asking me questions about stuff mm-hmm. like because he'd be working and like he got his ass kicked a few first days like that's what I'm saying we're general contractors we build houses basements boat docks like you know what i mean and it's like a three-man crew you need to build we build it yeah dude for real and uh excuse me and uh hold on let me get the other one excuse me excuse me and uh uh and yeah so we're putting it all together and it's like it's a lot of footwork a lot of carrying a lot of like you know what i'm saying like i basically work out twice a day yeah all day like my life i'm i'm a uh my girlfriend's mom called me oh uh what's a big ass horse uh clydesdale clydesdale she's it's like you know like that's you're just a workhorse that's all you oh do. yeah and it's like that's in everything and i was like yeah from the second i wake up to the second i die at night mm-hmm. from exhaustion uh it's just the body working and how to keep it maintained yeah i work and then our hobby mm-hmm. which is now trying to be our profession <laughs> which is kind of cool because like working all day you definitely do get that cardiovascular oh, that's what i'm saying people that like yeah sit at desks and like oh i should probably go for a walk and stuff it's like every day before i even touch the gym i've touched at least twelve thousand steps a day <laughs> and that's not carrying beams wood like you name it up a ladder like this like you know I'm oh yeah all day yeah. long and then I decide to go to the gym mm-hmm. and go get heavy as shit. So um, it's great. Like, it works. I get my fitness in. Idiots. <laughs> Stupid. I could, you're telling me I could get paid to sit at home and play Fortnite? Dude, for real. I know. And now I'm, that, I'm but, living the wrong life. I mean, for real, though. And as I, you know, I'm aging, but also, you know, and continuing with the story, uh, this year in my strongman, um, you know, goals and uh, trying to make it a career, we're, we're stepping up a next notch. Um so what was your first comp this year? So this year, um, we started uh, Strongman Corporation, the uh, Crown Mountain, which is in March. 
Yeah. Mm, yeah, yep, because right. the cause the last time we were on the podcast was right after the clash, which was August October of last year. And that video is live on it YouTube. Is now. Yep, yep, Sunday paper. We kind of talk about it in the one before a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh yeah, so that was uh twenty twenty one, um, October. And then I did compete one last time that season in the strength games and uh and uh we actually won that one, so that was cool. It opened first middleweight. Yep. And uh did really great, so that was a, that was a good uh, confidence builder going into an off season. Yeah, and off seasons I always look at it as perfect opportunity, and this is a big one for you guys to understand. When you go into an off season, you need to right because when that's where your work comes in. That's where if like you're 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 healing the nervous system, but you're also healing the skeletal system. Like when we're ripping and pulling on these muscles, like. You're minor tearing bone. Mm-hmm. You're doing it on a consistent basis. And that's great. That's what's making you stronger. But if you don't let that recover after a season, like you're never going to rebuild and get stronger. Right. Because season, like, like basically, once you get into a season, it's like show every other month or month after month. Really, all you're doing is extracting strength. Yeah. Right. From what you have already built. You may, you may build some conditioning uh, in between. And, uh, but, uh, Outside of that, like you're not really gaining a big, like fix. Yeah, things, you know what I'm saying. Oh yeah. And uh, so I took a huge off season and like lowered the weight, just worked form, worked those those little parts. You know, everybody's got them. Whether it's like in the hole of a squat, you might lean to the left a little bit instead of the right when you push off. Like those are those little things you start breaking down those little muscles and working them and like let your body and your nervous system heal. And uh, when you start coming back. Uh, yeah, it's going to feel a little heavy, but trust the process and watch how much stronger you're going to get. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, so we came off a of good confidence as so I, I felt confident, like just dropping the loads and just coming back in and then came into March and uh, <laughs> that was a 105 K show because uh, I usually do the 220 glasses. Um, glasses. I know. Sorry. <laughs> I, just got done, I just got doing like done doing squats and shit and I'm like leaned in this chair. I just moved and my back's like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The 220 uh, glass. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I normally do the 220 glass. 40 year old. But uh, yeah, this was uh, you know, a national qualifier um, for Strongman Corporation and 105 class. Uh, great. Was, I got to meet Nick Best. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick. Can't, uh, he's the world's strongest man, 90 kg. Nick. Uh, uh, Nikolai Myers. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Nick and Nick Best. You guys are awesome. And the one legged monster. He right. was sick. He was so sick. So cool, dude. I know. We sat there and kind of talked his ear yep. off for a little bit. Uh, yeah. It was just coming out with, uh, I think, his supplement line yep. back when we were talking to him. Yep. And uh, no, that dude is a solid dude. Solid dude. Such a nice guy. And he got to ref us and everything. So it was really cool. Um, and the truth of it was, it was awesome because. Right there, just with that, that right there was showing that my off season was doing really good because if you guys remember the podcast when I was talking about October, uh, when I started doing a little bit heavier and more professional shows, when you see people like that, you almost forget your mission and you start getting glammed about yeah, like, oh, yeah. oh, what's around me. Like, who? Oh, yeah. like, and you forget what the, you're there to do a job. And uh, so this time I came in and literally it was like, cool. And then like, but waited until the comp was like going and done before I really even like spoke to any of them. Yeah. And it, it, the cool thing was like, I didn't really have a need to, I was so focused and, uh, came into that comp really great. Um, still made some mistakes, unfortunately, and, uh, ended up second in that one. Um, uh, but I did get qualified for strongman corp nationals. I didn't go, but it just felt cool. Like, you know what I mean? You can like, yeah, for sure. Like right off the bat, boom, you're just getting a ticket, right? You didn't, you didn't get what you wanted, but 
in the midst of that, you still able to just qualify for a national, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, so that, that, that's another checklist off the, off the, uh, the off season is doing great. And then, uh, a month after, or not too long after that, let's see, we rolled into, was it? Oh, nationals. Yeah. We went into nationals. Yeah. So we flew out in Manchester and, uh, we've competed in our first, uh, fucking nationals. Yeah. So I actually just got that pulled up. So getting me caught up to nationals. Yeah. I got married ceremoniously yep uh february 14th so that was valentine's day granted our actual anniversary is september 30th but we still needed to do a ceremony with all the family yep. and all the friends and all that so much fun it was a blast sick it was so much fun <laughs> so much um fun. yeah and then i did the shamrock showdown yep, the shamrock that was your first first one coming back in that was my first one coming back in yep. uh i cut 20 about 28 pounds for that one. Yep. Still did not hit middleweight, so that sucked. I <laughs> uh, had to compete as a heavyweight by missing middleweight by, I think it was like two pounds. See, and that's and that sucks, right? Because yeah. Because you, you got kicked to the next class, and it's like you would have been better off just being bloated and feeling great mm -hmm. running into the heavies. So that does suck. Yeah, because, and the, and the sad thing is, is like I still didn't even, I didn't come last in heavy. No, you and didn't. I was like extremely exhausted, extremely gassed. Depleted, just uh, done. Even right. on the deadlift, I still almost pulled 600 pounds. I know. Like right. just yeah. nothing in my body. I know, yeah, you looked not like the way you should on a game. I day. looked, I felt not Yeah, you, Yeah, you just like, <laughs> you know. Um, and that was, that was my fault because... I think I did my planning wrong, right? Because right. I had just came off of the ceremony. Um, Brooke and I had all these different things that we had going on in our normal day-to-day -day life. So I decided to still compete. Probably should have just went in as a heavyweight and yeah. done it, you know, yeah. done it right. But hey, I didn't. I still, learn. Yeah, yeah, I still know, had yeah. my ticket to uh, my ticket to nationals. So golden. Yeah, after that, it was just nonstop training for nationals. Yep. Um, you and I had done a few training sessions at my yeah, house, just right. getting ready with the keg and sandbags, all yep. that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, so we all flew out. You guys flew out a day early. Yeah, we yeah. flew out one day early. Yeah. And then uh, we got we got into the B&B &B and like got it all settled for everybody. And then, yeah, then you guys rolled in. Um, coming in hot with the coming minivan. Coming in hot with the minivan, bro. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now, if you guys have to travel for a strongman comp, minivans are the way to go. Dude, get a minivan all day. That thing was so nice. It was super nice. Like we could pack all our bags, like anything you need. Plus, we had like how many people? That's like on a normal six? Uh, there was a five. 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 Because it was... You, Carly, really? me, Brooke, and Zach. Right. Five. Yep. yep. And right. with all of our bags, all of our gear, yep. everything. And we'd go grocery shopping. We'd go wherever and like get plenty of stuff and put it in the back and like no problems. Mm -hmm. So like, dude, rock that minivan, bro. Uh, I know you guys all want your like four-door Suburbans. Well, I own a Tahoe four-door and like they really don't have a lot of room other than the back. Uh, but like a minivan is just so spread out. Well, and, and like, not only that. And you can like was... kick your legs out and like oh, it's yeah. so nice. And it was. It was a hot rod. I did was, a sick oh, burnout in it. Oh, we fucking burned out. In the AM, <laughs> FM radio. Oh, shit. We were bumping like old school LL Cool J oh, shit. Oh, man. Finding all Roasting of, tires. Going down downtown Manchester. <laughs> What's up? East Coast. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Finding all of the different like Dude, tunes out there. Right. That's so wild. So wild, bro. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was my first experience East Coast. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, it was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. 
Yeah, um, we actually got to spend a little bit of time and go actually enjoy um, because Zach had to leave a day early. Yep. We didn't leave until Monday, right? Yeah, we left Monday. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, we stayed around Manchester the whole time. We went on like some walks, like, so we actually got to see it because we were trying to stay moving, right? We hit a buffet. Oh, no. Uh, well, like, uh, Sunday when Zach left, that's when we went to Salem. Salem. Yeah, exactly. That was cool. We did a couple of tours there. Yeah. Yep. Drank some alcohol. Went yeah. on a scary witch tour. Remember that? And yeah, uh, yeah for all y'all, um, Salem was cool. Um, but. I was I was kind of disappointed with Sam. Yeah, I was it's, glad that we did it. I'm so glad I can say that we did it. 100. However, I don't think I'll ever never do like, that I area need to see ever it again. again. Right? Exactly. You know, even even like Manchester, like it was great. That country bar was super fucking loud. So loud. Um, if you guys hear us at our peak loudness, uh, times that by two, Dude. and that's literally what the bar was bumping the, the entire bumping, time the whole time they had a live band it was actually a pretty big bar because like yeah after we competed which we got to which was sick right we were downtown manchester and uh the massive like main arena like this big huge arena and that's where we were performing yeah so right? it's so, snhu arena yes. so it was the memory mm-hmm. damn i remember places that's i don't good. remember fucking anything else that's places awesome. and numbers Oh, I'm good at wow. everything else. I suck. Really? <laughs> yeah. I just suck. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. But uh, yeah, SNHU Arena was great. Um, it was literally like the Pepsi Center. Oh, hardcore. And uh, oh. Oh, my oh, God. We got snacks. You have no idea. My heart just oh, opened. Man. Like so, the Grinch. Okay, it's like, straight out the can. <laughs> no. Hey, Max. I, took, I took the chew out at the perfect time. Oh, my God. I have to do that. Okay, Max, go. Thank you. Yeah, Dude, we just got grub while yeah. we're in the middle of a cast. <sighs> Shout out to my wife. I was just gonna say, sandwich. dude. Oh my god. Um, that's wifey material. That's why I married her. <laughs> no. <laughs> and now we actually have room on our table to. Uh, and we can eat and chill. I know. Oh, you guys are about to get down. You guys are gonna hear us chill and this and talk. This podcast might just go on a little longer because now we're doing a dinner special. Straight dinner special. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, so then we did Manchester, which was sick. Like, and then getting to compete in nationals, which is uh, for you guys that haven't competed in nationals, very different style than like your local comps. Um, uh, we had touched base on it with uh, Stuart, who had talked about it because he'd been to nationals before, and he was dead on. Uh, other than the people that you bring with you, like at lo- local comps, sometimes like they're pretty good with like eyes on you, kind of a thing. If one if one event is running at a time. But there, you're just a massive line. You're just in a pile of masses, and like it's you and a judge. Well, and we were in the middleweight class, <laughs> which had eighty people in it. Yeah, massive. They split into two two lanes, and that you just ran the lane. Like it didn't matter if they were in your class or whatever. Had a little key card yep. that, as soon as you went up to yep. go compete, you gave it to the judge, and yep. the judge held it, did his ups and downs, all that kind of shit, and then all of a sudden. Once you were done, you grabbed your key card and you went and ate some food and got ready yep. for the next event. Stand in line. And it, it ran in line. nonstop. Nonstop. Yeah, you're competing straight for... It was actually kind of long. Like, it was very know, long. Like, Because usually, like, uh, I also uh, this year competed in the Clash again. Uh, we'll get into that. But, uh, you know, those, those comps are not near the, the amount of people. But nowadays, like, just the pace of Strongman is getting faster, which I do like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, for you people. I would rather compete an entire show, six events in two hours, than to run five events in 
seven, eight hours. Yeah. Like it's like to ramp your nervous system up and then down, up and then down like that is so taxing and it's way harder. You get warmed up one time, you rev that mother effer and, and you redliner. Did you just say mother effer on the podcast? I did. (laughs) What the mother F is wrong with you? Mother effer. (laughs) Eighty double hockey sticks right now. (laughs) Oh, frig. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. I don't know why that came out, but yeah. uh, So I actually, I did pull up, let me grab my phone real quick. I did pull up uh, all of our scores and everything. Yeah. Ryan Stewart almost broke into the top 10. He really did. He did great. Um, Yeah. He ended up in 11th with 251 points, which is pretty fucking solid. He, um, I was really proud of him because he stayed consistent through the whole day. He did. And, uh, you know, and on my behalf in nationals, uh, started the day fucking great. Um, uh, I think the first event, I think I took like top five in the first event. I ha- I think I placed pretty high in the first event and it was a sandbag cake sandbag. And I was so fucking like that honestly has become like a new little memory for me of like uh, something that you went into and you thought we were going to yeah, so fumble it. You ended up getting 59 points off of that, Ooh. off of the first event. And I was right behind you at 52 points. Oh, okay. Um, let me go back up here to Ryan. He got 57. So he was right behind you right too. Right behind me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that one went really well. And then uh, so good confidence rolling right into the deadlift. And then we had the opener at 620, which I had been working on my off season. So like, again, when I went in my off season, most I had pulled was like 545 for like pretty rough too and uh, i hadn't hadn't broken that 600 pound barrier yet and i needed to get to 620 Mm -hmm. um in that amount of time so again trust the process i started breaking down hips and just uh hip leverages and and everything like that in the upper quads uh glutes all these things and and finding my form and uh yeah so we had left off season and basically in december end of december and uh trained it and then by june um yeah, I came out and I pulled the opener at 620, and yep. I was super stoked. Like, I had pulled it in training before, so I was confident in it. Mm-hmm. Um, anything past that, I was going to go for a PR at 650, um, but just kind of also the pace of the day was kind of, like, super fast yeah. and kind of hectic because um, they're trying to hurry and the live stream. Well, and it was our first time. It was our first time. We've and have li- never done it before. And uh, <laughs> in my 620 pull, because I was rushed, and, like, again, you're in line for a minute, so you kind of have to hold all your shit with you. So, like... I have my belt on, I have everything on and then mouthpiece in my mouth and like just kind of hanging out. And then I got like my ammonia and my phone cause I'm, I'm jamming tunes and I jam it all the way up to the platform, take my headphones off. Well, and not and only that, roll. but the lady who was running our lane she or the older crazy. guy went and she fired and that, was that on, dude. Yeah. That was on your lane actually. It was on my lane. I were on different lanes. Yeah. Because I could get into a whole spiel about that. Yeah. But basically we're sitting there doing it and like, they want you to go quick, right? You come up to the platform. Yes. Get ready. But like, you know, pull your lift and as soon as you're done, boom, give your card and then move. Mm-hmm. And then like just a nice flow. And eventually like she started hecticking out and uh, they were missing guys uh, um, like to pull. Yeah. And uh, they had gone completely hectic. And <coughs> at one point they like actually started yelling at us and they're like, you guys need to be on this platform. And it's like, bro, like you're not even giving me fives. Like, fuck you. You go pick 620 up. Mm-hmm. Like you want me to just walk out here and just pick it up and then leave? Like, no, bro. Like yeah. I got a process. I strap in. I get, go- you know what I'm saying? I will do it as efficiently as fast as I can. Yeah. And that's, and that's fair for each athlete. And, uh, so there was a miscommunication between two of them and one guy got fired right on the spot and he left in the middle of it. And like, she hands me the card and she's like, 
you're done with your lift, right? And I was like, yeah. And uh, she's just like, you're keeping score yeah. now. She's and like, you're keeping score. And she's like, get these guys lined up in, in line. And so I literally had to like go down the line and like make sure everybody was in fucking line. And that's super. It was, uh, it was just, not okay with you. No. Being well, that, right. I'm sitting here doing this and like and going into the 620 because I was all yelling and stuff. I had my phone in my fucking. Uh, I still had my my lanyard on with a card. It's a big old ass card and my belt's on and my phone is in my belt yep. and she yelled at me to go and she's like, you have like 10 seconds to pull this. So I literally just dropped down with my belt, my phone in my belt. Latched. I'm so surprised that you did not shatter. Your I phone. know. Yeah. I cannot believe it. And, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> so ridiculous. And then right afterwards she tells me to line everybody up. I get everybody in line and then she's like, okay, you're next. And I was like, cool. It's been like three minutes and I've been up and down this fucking whole lane trying to help you. And now you just want me to go pull 650. Yep. So like a PR attempt, because I really feel like I, I had at least a very good shot at it. I really do. Yeah. And uh, I, I really believe I could have easily gotten it up over the knee. It would have just been that struggle at lockout. Because just me as a deadlifter, I have a struggle at lockout for some reason. Yeah. I have no problem with leg drive off the floor um, up to the knee. And then after that, like, it's again, thing I've been working on, hips. Driving into the bar and uh, through the hips, not just the quads, in the back, and uh, um, so yeah, fuck it, like yeah, yeah, and like leading up to that, um, I came in at the very first event. I ended up doing really good in that event. I was nope. very fucking happy. Uh, hit all three, did really good on my first one. I was super stoked to get it. After that, because um, I had to water cut for this one, yeah. water cut on the plane, water cut all the way down to. Uh, to 17 ended up making it and right after that it was the day before i ended up just eating and drinking literally everything i could in sight just to try and get weight back yep. on. we went to the buffet oh boy i put down some fucking yeah. carbs and it was funny too because that night and that was after you know using a little boy's room a few times yeah um i still was all the way back up to like two thirty. i know that was so crazy because we were like yeah, we did weigh-ins, which was like first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had to be under 220. Mm-hmm. You made your cut. Of course, me, I'm always underweight. So, like, I walked in, bloated at, like, 208. And, uh, <laughs> Asshole. I know. And then, so, then we get down. We get our IVs. So, get it, get the system running again, right? Get it uh, uh, nurtured for about the storm that it's about to get. Yeah. Um, which is food and, and um, water and intake, right? And just start to sponge it and blow up. Yeah. I mean, I did an IV, you did an IV and we all kind of like sat there regrouped. Luckily they had a food buffet mm-hmm. for all of the athletes after weigh in. So Super we awesome. were already there fucking eating breakfast. Shout out USS. Yep. That shit was so They put it together. That was the best way in I've ever been. In. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. So, after that, yeah, I went home. I'm um, pretty sure we went grocery shopping that day, too. We did. And got everything together for the rest of the kind of week because it was like a Thursday, flew in, Friday, yeah. weigh in, Saturday, Saturday, game day. And then, yeah. Um, so, yeah, my first event went really good. Yep. Uh, the second event, I fucking just completely crashed out on. I don't know if it was my weight cut or if it was my refeed. I don't know what happened. Um I'm sure there's something I could have done better, right. Uh, right. but I'm I'm a really good deadlift. I, I was yeah. It, to me personally, it was a shock. I was like, and I missed the 620, like bad. Yeah. Like I got it up to my knees, and it just felt like the whole world was dragging it down. Hundred percent. Yeah. And Something I was, was like, I don't know what the fuck the deal is with this because yeah. normally, like, I had just pulled 650 like three weeks before yeah. that. Yeah. I, and I was like, I'm feeling really good about this. Yeah, 100%. And after I got done deadlifting, 
I walked back and I just started eating, started eating, yep. started drinking and just started like trying to get more food back right. in my body. Cause I was like, I'm under nutrient. Like I don't have what I need in my body. Right. You have that empty feeling. Mm-hmm. Like even though you feel strong and there's a big thing. So like for you guys that are really in tune with your body, um, you can feel really strong and like feel good. And that's a good thing because that's just the maturity in, in your muscle. Right. And you got basic fluids and stuff in you, but that's a, that's a maturity thing and consistency. But then, you can be like that, but feel empty. Like, yeah. You don't feel full. Like you don't in like well, everything's, and I started, everything's I, running at the same time. And yeah. Yeah. I well, and like, I started getting a caffeine like crash. It felt like, like it literally felt like I was just sick and yeah. my third event. What was the third event? Was that the, uh, iron cross? Yep. Crucifix carry. Yep. So yeah, I took, this is another thing that fucked me up because I'm really good at carries. Yeah. I took five steps with that, ended up just blacking out. Dude, literally, I could not, like, I was like, something went wrong because as soon as you picked, like, we trained this, like, a couple weeks back at uh, Mennings. Mm -hmm. We, all of us just flew with it. And, like, A, that implement was so slick and, like, something about it, like, every every athlete had a problem with it. I think only a handful of people actually finished the event. It wasn't that it was heavy, it was just. God, it was awkward. And it heavy. drug you the it, fuck down. And I think it was what? 310 300. pounds. Yeah. Something like that. And uh, all chained and just a big old, basically a log sideways with some four inch coming out the sides of it. Yeah. Not enough to actually like yeah. hold in. Yeah. And the way that I normally carried or the way that I was hoping to carry in the rules meeting, they're like, you cannot yeah, have yeah. your hands on the yep. top of the implement. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Well that fucking sucks. Yeah. Like yeah. I know I, cause I trained both ways. Yep. yep. Um, and either way I still made it all the no way problem. down, yep. all the way back fast as fuck. Yep. Like I was like, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Five steps in everything and, went yeah, dark and, and I soon. crashed and I went down to the floor and I like woke up to everybody <laughs> like being over the top of me. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Like as soon as you pick, cause I was standing there, we were in two different lines, but like right next to each other. And I actually like was able to, you know, get down with a lift and then, um, I could watch him and then, he could watch me and so forth. And, uh, um, and I watched you, yeah, pick that up. And like, mm-hmm. as soon as you stood straight up, like you picked it up fine, but your, uh, face was like pure red. Mm-hmm. It was like, Oh shit. He didn't brace it. Like something happened, you know, and which it happens. Like yeah. you totally, like the strength games last year when I almost died with that. Oh, I remember that. Remember that same thing. Yep. You didn't brace correctly. Yep. And, uh, on a front squat, I almost died. I almost blacked out right in the middle. Well, of and that. I think I was still just trying to get like refed and, well, from and the that day too, before. Right? And it was just like the cards that I put down did not align. And it was it's unfortunate because it was like my biggest show of the year. Right. But it, yeah, I mean, and, it's... but it was also kind of a learning curve for me. Like that's why Huge. now I don't walk around at 240. Yeah. I walk around at like 225. Exactly. So all I have to do is just not eat dinner the night before. Yeah. Basically. And that's not it. Not drink water the night before. Go yeah. do my way in. I'm good to go. Right. Refuel again. Exactly. And, and even that is not much of a refuel because shit, a fucking coffee cake and I'm good to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, Which I find just to be the easiest. And you did, you did pretty good on that one. Um, I did okay. That one, um, I just kind of like was so pissed because like, so I watched Austin do it, um, um, and then a bunch of the other competitors. Like I said, you go about fifty feet down. As long as your foot crosses the line, you can turn back for the next fifty foot. Mm-hmm. And it's a timed thing. If you don't make oh, it, and distance. if you dropped it once, you were done. Yeah, one drop and you're done. Or else I would have gotten back yeah, up, passed out five more times. Exactly. It wasn't yeah until you're dead. Uh, it was yeah, and uh, every, I mean literally 
everybody out of the 80 of us or whatever i literally think only like six of us finished everybody's having problems with it so everybody's just kind of like damn i want to see someone finish this <laughs> and, um i picked it up okay this is gonna blow your mind real quick though okay i don't know how uh right this is never mind it says nine point ten seconds i was like there's no way somebody did that in 10 seconds Dude, uh, so that's not their Stewart's, 50 feet plus. Stewart's was stupid. He did it so fucking fast. He did it like we were doing it in training. He did no problems. Because I saw his after mine. So, yeah, Tony. Tony got it in 29 seconds. Yep. And Stewart, who was right in front of him, got it done in 13 seconds. Yep. That's fast as fuck, boy. Oh, I know. I watched him, and like he did exactly like how we were doing it in training. No problem. Um, he nailed it. He's actually so good with carry events. Mm-hmm. He's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, got the clash too. He kicked my ass. So those glasses, dude. It's just fucking glasses. You can see like, like I don't even know everything. Everything. I mean, literally, <laughs> he can see time itself and speed itself, mm-hmm. and he can manipulate that thing to go faster. I don't know what, like what, um, but uh, <coughs> yeah, I uh, I picked it up great. Um, and then literally, I don't know what happened. But I almost was down to the end of the line, and my right arm completely dropped it. And I thought I was done, like literally. And I somehow caught it with my left hand, and I like kind of perched it back up, but like didn't have a grab on it. Yeah. I got to the line, turned, and it dropped. So, yeah. Super pissed about that. And this is where the end, start of the day just started taking a shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like a sand pit day. See, and that's the funny part. This is where I started tuning up. Exactly. Like we completely switched yep. like sides. And, uh, yeah, because first two events I was super stoked with, kind of pissed, but it was situations with the deadlift. But uh, I was pretty happy. And uh, and then I was like, it's all right, we'll just keep riding it, getting better. And then, yeah, it was just like, mistake. Boom, that sucked. I was so pissed. And then I went to the farmers, fucked that up. <laughs> went to the stones, <laughs> fucked that up. It was just kind of a downhill day. But, yeah, your day started going the opposite. Mm-hmm. And it started getting better and better and better. Yeah, I got into farmers, and uh, I tore my... I had torn a ligament in my left hand probably a good two years ago, three years ago, and it's been jacked ever since. Yeah. And uh, with me owning my own business, doing my own thing, I was like, whatever happens at Nationals, I just want to walk away injury-free. 100%. Yeah, no problems. And I did was doing the farmer's hold, went into my zone, literally just like kind of shut my eyes and held it. I kept holding it. I held it for quite a while. Yeah, it felt really good. And at that point, I was so far behind the pack because I had just yeah. my first two of or my last two events before that one just were so downhill. Yeah, it tossed me behind. Hundred percent. Yep. And uh, I remember seeing me go up like five or six positions after yep. the farmers' 100%, hole. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm getting my life back. Yeah. I'm feeling really good right, now. Right. And uh, yeah, going into stones, yep. I. I knew I was like, this is my event. Yep. I was like, I'm a fucking stone guy. Yep. And 270 stone to shoulder, I ended up getting, I think, five times in 60 seconds. Yeah. You you killed the stones. It was so good. Yeah. yeah, you got it. You got it once. Which is bullshit because I have video of it twice. I know. Because he even gave me the down call. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I saw that afterwards, I was like, I could have fought this, but it didn't matter because of the day that it mm. went. But I literally have actual proof footage because uh my girl carly got the video right behind the judge and uh 
I think they were misallowing my se- uh, my first rep. Yeah, I think so. Because when I dropped it, it rolled. Yep. But in the video, I held it. I had my arm completely extended, and he gave me a down call. I dropped it, and it rolled off the platform a little bit. Yep. And then I think he was like, no rep. I didn't hear it. And then I did the second one. That was the one where I kept walking closer to <laughs> It just like my day, yeah. And it's crazy. That's the thing about that many people is how if you start doing good or you stay consistent, how you can jump uh, positions. Because you started going up the pack, and like because after the second event, I was 14th, and then I effed up the crucifix, but I got at least halfway and passed. Mm-hmm. So then it put me in 18th, and then by the end of the day, two events later, my mess up, mess up, I ended up like 39th. Yeah. So and I mean, and this is the funny <laughs> thing too is like I yeah you ended up 39th, I ended up 49th. Yeah. And that last one jumped me up 15 spots. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, you were probably in the like the 60s the entire like the beginning of the day and then you oh, jumped I was way farther than that. Yeah, you were probably almost last. Yeah. And like yeah, to jump that much. So that's the cool thing about it. Uh you got to be careful. Um it's like, you know, and that's the sport of strongman. You got to be consistent. You don't have to be great in everything. No. But like you got to be good at everything. And you can't be a one-trick pony like killing one thing and then effing other shit up like that's your biggest game is like staying consistent don't f up don't f up shit mother (laughs) effers um no but uh so that was it was a good experience though it was was really good it was was fun we all got to fly out 100 we all got to go uh, as a team and together and hang out and uh yeah it was sick it was really fun it was a great time i had a blast yeah so then uh super glad that our flight didn't get fucked up like yeah and then that was during the whole uh big uh all the flights canceling so everybody that was trying to leave oh my god they all get stuck in like new york and like just ditched like yep your yeah because canceled stewart and all those guys even zach even zach Zach. because he flew out this is the funny thing Zach flew out a day before us and I ended ended up up taking him home yeah that night I took him home I left the next day like 24 hours I left yeah and then we were at the airport at home at the same time I took him stranded in New York Sunday night had to sleep yeah I think he slept at the airport he did he said he walked around he said he'd like pass out a few hours on, on like a chair. Mm-hmm. He's like, then he'd get up and walk around. He yeah. was there the entire day. And then didn't he have to take? He took like a like <laughs> two different flights to get back. Yep. And then he took two different flights, and it didn't put him into the airport until because uh, like Zach ten thirty eleven p.m. All three of us, Zach, Brooke, and I, we all flew there together. Yeah. The flight back, he ended up flying a day out yep. early, and yep. uh, I was like, fuck. Yeah, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to explain this one to uh, my customers, but I yeah. really hope I don't get stranded. And uh, yeah, it was funny. We were at the house. Yeah, you guys had bed. no problems. No problem. We were at the house yeah. in bed. Good to go. You guys got uh, home faster than we did. Cause, or mm-hmm. no, you left before me. What time was your flight? Um, yes, we did leave before you. Because yeah, because we, we locked up the place. Yeah, we yeah. took the minivan back. And you took the, oh, that's right. You also, took the minivan, hung out, and then took your flights. Yeah, we also flew out of Boston. Yeah, you, you went guys to flew Bo- out of Manchester. Manchester and uh, yeah, our flights in were great. And uh, but our flights back, thank God, we didn't get canceled. But they got delayed like four times. <laughs> yeah. And so like yeah, we'd have to sit at the airport for like two and a half hours. But I wasn't complaining. I was like, other people were ditched here for like fifteen hours. Mm-hmm. So I was like, whatever. Like, um, unfortunately, you just drink. 
and eat expensive ass, not very good airport food. Yeah. And like you're beat up from competition and, and hanging out and you're just like, dude, I just want to go to sleep and eat some real food. Well, and after we went and competed, we definitely, uh, we tied one. Dude, we on. did. We went down to the country bar. We hung out with the folk in Manchester oh, because yeah. we knew we wouldn't do well with people in the Bostons. Um, no. Like we were just like, nah, like this is kind of a party scene and like we're beat up and like we just want to have a good time. We yeah. just want to get twisted and like have some fun. Boy, did we. we oh man, we walked down Boy, that day and then we, we. kept finding place after place and then we found a country bar and the funny thing was is i think it was was it the day before no i think it might have been the friday we had actually drove into massachusetts yes so that way we could go to the dispensary down there we did we oh man we did we're like we needed the green i like i gotta have my green that's Mm -hmm. my medicine and uh and it was hilarious because we got it came back Boy, we got oh, fucking dude, we, ripped. But it was so sick because we did old school. Like there was this nice ass, like it's pure dense woods, like in Manchester, and beautiful, dense woods. And, oh, it's uh, so dense. It's down so there. dense. Like the like, foreage down there yeah. is so green, and like it's straight forest. Like you'll get lost in that bitch, and uh, you know you don't really see those around here in Colorado unless you go up way up in the mountains. You know even I mean? then, it's still not even that then it's dense. not that dense. Yeah. And <laughs> but there and uh <clears throat> there was a beautiful trail behind our b&b and so mm-hmm. like yeah we took the joints and we uh went walking we went like, on straight. a nature walk we went on a straight nature walk. So mike beaver. and i got a fucking oh, we super got a, cool oh, picture oh that's right yeah of we, us across the dam that's right because nobody was being losers yeah there was a chain and we said fuck the chain fuck and jumped the, the chain, chain. <laughs> did some little oh, parkour and, <laughs> and we made it to the other side of the lake and uh we started walking up man, man there was man, that big sick open area yeah and then all of a sudden we were like this is so sick. And then there's like 80 signs that says like, no trespassing, no trespassing. We're like, we're, we're like, uh, <laughs> like, we should probably turn yeah, around. Yeah, Cause there's probably. some farmer over here that uh-huh. just doesn't give a fuck about no. us. Old country boys. He got a tripwire waiting, <laughs> sitting on his deck. Dude's just got waiting. Vietnam flashbacks. <laughs> yep. And uh, so, yeah, we turned back, but it was so ill. It was, it, it was a good time. And just like relaxing, just chill. Like we had no, nowhere we really needed to be after we did weigh-ins. It was just chill. Can you do me a favor? Yo. Can you reach into that fridge there? For those of you that uh, are looking, we have a cute little beer fridge. Yes. Give me one of those lights. Yeah, 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 yeah. Atta baby. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm sorry you moved your hand. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just break your trigger finger. No, you're good. I got this fucking rock on there, so. I saved your life. Badass part. Five diamonds for five percent. Five diamonds, five (laughs) percent. Only five children in South Africa had to dig up them (laughs) grammars. First world problems. Yep. And uh so yeah, Manchester was sick. Then we got out of there and then uh for me, uh shortly after I had nationals and then I had uh uh, our last guest, uh Ryan Stewart, um the Sunday paper classic. Yeah. 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 And so I rolled into that one about a month after and uh that one was a great competition, great uh uh great venue. Great venue. Amazing venue. Uh just great cause. amazing people, great cause. Well, yeah, yeah, everything St. went Jude's. to St. Jude's. Uh, all the, it ended all up the, being like five grand, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah, almost six grand, I think. So like mm-hmm. it was great, man. It was uh, and Ryan's just such an awesome dude. And, he is. Uh, and just the, they did such a professional job with it. Cool events, heavy um so it was really great and uh so i did that one and uh again did awesome through like my consistent my uh, big thing is my consistency through things it's getting better but uh i do really great 
and then like I start making mistakes. You might need to tie in more. I don't know if they're mistakes as you just start getting tired throughout the end of the day. Yeah, or just exactly. I think you might just need some more strength cardio. I think so. Like I, I that's well this 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 last uh, this last two months I've been on a on a. Uh, um, on a fast, on, a, on, yeah, <laughs> on an off season, because uh, then at the end, of, so I went Sunday paper, and then I did another month after that. I did the uh, Clash on the Rockies again, where we left off last time this year. Yep. And uh, I was actually well prepared this year, uh, and I felt great. And uh, but again, uh, that show, so Sunday paper, I ended up taking second. There's some damn stones at the end, boy. Dude, stones, and that's a big like that's a thing I'm working on right now. Stones, so stones get me every time. Nationals yep. killed me, um, and then Sunday paper, and then uh, yeah, at Sunday paper, I had to get it over one time. And in training, it was no problem. It was a three thirty uh, last man standing over a bar, and uh, all I had to do was get one stone. I didn't know that at the time, but I wasn't worried about it because mm-hmm. I just went up to ATR with uh, Travis Bogard, and uh, yeah, I ripped his three thirty for like five reps, like, and then I was like, I just called it because then I started doing who's felt and everything else. I was like. Phew. I'll get, I'll kill myself, but you know what I'm saying? Like I can literally get eight, nine reps on the day if I need to. Yeah. And, uh, don't even know what happened. <laughs> like even like, uh, I posted a video or no, I don't think I posted a video, but I had the video of me doing it. And literally my face afterwards is just like, I don't even know what just happened. Yeah. Like my body just emptied out. And, uh, you know, and again, like we were talking about earlier, like we are hardworking people that work every day. Plus we do these kinds of things. So, uh, the nut- nutrition and everything has to be on point. Um, other than like nationals, nationals is one of the first times that I've gotten to relax for days before the competition. Yeah. Normally me, I'm busting concrete or anything the Friday all the way up until six o'clock Friday night. And then I have a competition to do at six o'clock in the morning. You know, that's just normal. So sometimes like just the timing gets off and like, I feel great during the day, but yeah, as the day gets winded down, like I'm exhausted (laughs) and like, you're not eating like normal by that time of the day, you know? And, uh, Good pace show, but like it still took all day. Yeah, you know. So by the end of the day, four o'clock or whatever, really, I should have about at least almost three thousand calories in me right now, and I have a little bit of tuna and rice and some chicken, and I'm really tired. <laughs> and I've been lifting <laughs> shit, and my adrenaline's going, and you know, whatever. But uh, again, things I got to learn, uh, work on in training, and uh, staying consistent for longer. And uh, so we ended up second there. Went to the clash, felt really great in training for everything. This year, I actually felt like I had. A fighting chance to actually mix it up with the boys um and you know and another life lesson but outside the gym is that when you got important things i've been basically like training all year for this like doing all these shows prepping up for it mm-hmm. and this is one of those things that like you wait all year for to do it and you've been training and using every all the other comps as building blocks to get you to this place and uh life throws curveballs at you <laughs> and uh you but you make choices so the night before clash uh, it was my brother's wedding and I'm one of his groomsmen and everything else. And I knew this going into it, right? Mm-hmm. What happens days before weddings? You set up weddings, alcohol, alcohol, <laughs> and, uh, people come into town. You go to dinners. You got to be at these dinners, social events. You're working. And, uh, so I did really well days going up to it. Maybe. Yeah. Normally like I don't drink. I'm not a huge drinker, but I do love my margaritas. Um, and uh, you margarita uh, slut. I, I am, and uh, but anyway, at least you know, at least almost two weeks before the comp, uh, no alcohol, you know, and just yeah. watering down and just making sure. And uh, uh, but then, so I was on my good track, f- feeling good, and uh, and then yeah, I had like a drink, I think, like the first night, 
And then I tried to water it down. Then the second night, I think I had like two. And then I watered down. And I was like, I'm good. Okay. And that was like the day of the ceremony. It was like, I can't, I can't drink today. Mm-hmm. And it was the day before game day, right? And I actually was feeling good. I had the day off. I was just in a church all day, beautiful ceremony and uh, everything. <laughs> but uh, when the after party hit. And plus, during the day all day, like when I'm in comp mode, like... I'm just f- so focused, and, and then I know, like, my peak is, is, is working, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you're revved up to where, like, you kind of, like, kind of going blind. Like, you're not paying attention to the real world because you're just so involved in what's about to fucking happen tomorrow. Right, why are you and, doing the John Singer right now? Oh, that's right. <laughs> you can't see me. <laughs> well, because that's how it is in your brain. Like, it's just fog. Like, I can't see reality. I'm just, like, so kind of lost in wh- yeah. what's going to happen tomorrow. And I've uh, been waiting and, like really training and uh so i peaked it great and then problem was uh the day of the wedding uh, i was told by people that i was being a complete asshole and that uh like just like smile like have some you know everybody else yeah. is just and i'm just like super intense and just like you know what i mean and they're just like uh and like they're just like you should probably have a drink, <laughs> you know, and like, surely like, have a drink. Like, like you should probably have a chill. Yeah, out. exactly. And enjoy <laughs> the party. And like, and then I was also twisted in my mind because I was like, I should be having a great time and, and, and hanging out with everybody and all this stuff. It's my brother's wedding. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like we got a, and, we got a chance to go to, you know, clash, clash on the Rockies every year. Exactly. Your and brother only gets married. Exactly. Once. And then like, so my girlfriend, Carly. And uh, she comes up and she just kind of says that. And then she's like, you know, this is wedding, like having fun. And then I just basically flipped the switch. The bartender, which my brother is also a margarita whore, uh, taught by the best. And uh, so he had non-serving, like there was three bars in that one. So instead of having like one bar, there okay, was three yeah, yeah. of them. So you, anybody could get a drink at any time or the servers come around. Nice. And it was margaritas flowing or whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Open bar. And uh so the server walked by and I was just like, snap my finger. <laughs> I was like, come over here. And uh, yeah, I took like two of the Lamard cups. Ma'am, I need a pitcher. Yep. And I just slammed <laughs> that first one like a shot and then just like took my jacket off and just started chilling. I was like, you know what? We're going to enjoy tonight. Yeah. And it actually, and then it turned it out to just be such a great time. Like, oh, it was yeah. like you're like yours, just dancing and just having so much fun. But unfortunately that took to about three 30 in the morning and I had to be up at 6.30, so I could drive up to Denver to get to Elage Gardens to go compete in the sun. <laughs> so I woke up drunk and um, tried to ingest as much food as I could, but I was so sick in my stomach yeah. that it was just immediately not absorbing. It was just holding and just like feeling like a rock in my stomach. Mm-hmm. And I felt empty inside and drained. And by the time I got up there, um, oh my God. It, then the fast pace of that show. Yeah, I literally walked in. And I got there when they told me. And this is another thing. When they tell you to be there at a certain time, when you guys do these like upper level shows, um, and it's like live, and they got announcers, and it's a, t- a broadcast. It's like a big deal. It's a big deal. Uh, be there like hours earlier because they have a show time that it's not like a normal complex. Oh, it's all cool. Let's hold on. They got they got a broadcast. Mm-hmm. So that means that like. They yeah, because ADL Live did that, right? ADL Live yeah, did that, yeah. and then they did like the live stream. But like they did that at Nationals, but no one was hosting it. Like, but Anthony was in his booth hosting, it, and then they'd shoot over to the cameras yeah. of the athletes, and then he'd be talking the whole time. Uh-huh. So it was like a whole thing. And they did like the U80s, and then like the Block Press World Record, and all that, and then the 105. So I showed up when they said mm-hmm. at 1:30. I walk in the back tent. Everybody's already in there. 
all stripped it in their weights and they're fucking deadlifting and everything else. And then Katie comes around the corner all mic'd up and everything. She's like, oh, you guys, you guys got about 15 minutes. And she's like, and then we're taking all this equipment and then it's showtime. I was like, I literally just strolled in half drunk. <laughs> like, what is happening right now? So I literally had to strip down Zach. Let me shout out to Zach Lopez. Uh, he's my handler. And uh, he's like, just, he's like, stay cool. I told him like yeah. when he showed up, you know, he's like, how you feeling? I was like, <laughs> I like took my sunglasses off. And like, he's like, uh, shit. Yes. Yeah. And he was just like, all right, well, we're here. Like, he, he, like, I could see it in his face. He was like, are you fucking serious? He's like, but like, all right, let's do this. And uh, so he's like, keep shit together. And uh, so, like, immediately cold, straight to the deadlift, Axel. It was like 475. And uh, no warm up, just drunk. And it actually didn't feel bad. So, like, my, my confidence actually started kind of boosting a yeah. little bit. And then, uh, which this is a t- turn because uh, I, I feel like I peaked so great that. I got through the show basically. I, I'm, we're not gonna go through the whole thing because um, it take forever. But uh, I got through the whole show, no injuries, being like that. So in my mind, it was like I can at least take away from it. Yes, don't ever go drink. But hey, life happens. There's another show next year. Fuck yeah, we had a great time at the party. Fuck um, so whatever. But I made it through the show, a heavy show like that, super heavy, giving everything I had. And yeah, I made mad mistakes. <laughs> Fucking dead last. I'm an ass rocked, but by my own self, right? Yeah. My, my own self beat me completely. And, uh, so, but, um, but I made it through and actually the, and that's another big thing on how you peak is how do you feel after the show? Mm-hmm. Right. The next day, mm-hmm. um, right after, of course I felt like shit until I went eight and I just literally went to bed right after. Oh yeah. Yeah. We went and got something to eat and I went home yeah. and we went to bed and I took a hot shower and went to bed. And, uh, but the next day woke up. I wanted to go to the gym the next day. Mm-hmm. Like, so I was like, my peak worked fabulously. Perfectly. Like if yeah. I wasn't intoxicated and everything, I like, so like, I'm not going to take it as yes. Another, another scar on me. Let me take my razor blade out and scar myself <laughs> for another fucking thing. <laughs> um, but, uh, and it's something that's going to stay with me. Uh, my choice. But, uh, but I, but it was like the good thing I could take from it was the peak went really well. So, yeah. so now this year, so after that show to, beat myself down even more now we're getting ready to run into the next season here in four weeks we're gonna do the strength games again yep but this year i have decided me and my whole 207.5 pounds yesterday on the scale we're gonna do the open heavyweights <laughs> so we're gonna do an open pro show in january so um because i love to torture myself and uh but honestly is for this off season, it's a it's a mind peak. Yeah, um, I need to be on a higher level. I which just means I need to push myself because I feel like in our middleweights, we've been able to do most of the weights even up to a national level for almost a year straight. Right? Easily, yeah. So basically, it's like you're not really training your strength; mm-hmm. you're just training for the show. Right. You're just peaking. You're extracting the strength you got. Yep. You haven't really other than a lift, right? Like the deadlift, we put a lot of work in that, but all the other things weren't getting paid attention right. to right yeah and uh now that you're getting to a heavier thing you got to be able to play with those kinds of weights oh absolutely so the maturity strength and the maturity of the mind have to to rise right and that's to do it in like the 105s in the clash like because that's a middleweight class but when you go to local shows or anything like that the weights are like a open heavyweight yeah like that's the same so you got to play with those and that's that has to be another day at the office fucking around with you know, trying to do 330 axles and pulling 700 for reps, you know, at least 650. And yeah. So it's, you know, these are, these are necessities mm-hmm. that I feel that we have, but a lot of times we'd almost don't need to train that heavy. 
even though we're able to or capable it's like but the farmer's only 250 it's only 275 yeah so we train up to that weight and then we train that way and then that's it yeah and then just speed and technique and conditioning Mm -hmm. and you never like continue the process um so this year is like yeah i'm gonna get my ass kicked and we're gonna talk about it and uh but hey we're gonna be getting our asses kicked by open guys so the good thing is is that by the time i go back and if this body weight stays the same but i can get stronger i think i'm gonna go and go fuck up the 90s class because i'm literally seven pounds <laughs> i know I, that's why i don't understand why you don't drop down to u90 and i know i don't know i honestly you I don't are know. a u90 I, i'm guy. a 90 yeah i walk around 10 pounds set like literally yesterday i i'm probably light today too maybe max right now like when I expand, and the you've water. been eating fucking a, a nonstop. Lot. Yeah. All I've been doing is eating, and again, I work out so much, and I like through the day and burning calories, and I'm trying and I'm trying to dirty it up. But I also have a line of like body fat percentage yeah. that I'm not going to because to a point, I feel like you don't need that. Like an expansion, yes, and your body has to be able to expand and hold like an extra ten pounds yeah. that you can thicken up and use. But like throwing twenty pounds of bullshit on it, it's not going to help you. You may be a little no. powerful, but then you're. Your endurance goes down, which then your muscle flow, which means just going to break down your strength, your oxygen. Well, and especially with how strongman events are, like we've been talking about medleys for the last, all day. it's medleys for everything. For days. It's a heavy ass CrossFit. You'll see. Yeah. That's literally how heavy I fucking explain CrossFit. it to everybody now is like, we just do CrossFit except for way heavier for a shorter time. Yep. And we might have one max event. Exactly. And like we, I don't know. I, I just want... Like, cause I'm doing, um, the, yeah, your next one, my next one's December 17th. Yeah. You're right after mine. Like you're like the next week. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I'm doing that one in Kansas with uh, good old Chase Stevens. So that'll be exciting. This is going to be his first open day. I know this is going to be sick. Um, He's going to get his fucking shit rocked, but yep, he needs but it. He needs to. He needs to see it. Yep. He needs to be around it. He yeah. has to see what he has to become. For sure. And uh, I'm coming in. This is my fucking debut from coming back from nationals. Yep. I haven't competed since nationals. And yep. You just had a lot of shit going on there 100%. for a while. And now that everything's kind of calming down, I'm, I, I'm hiring more guys on. So yep. now I'm not working fucking you know, yeah, yeah. You gotta get the minions. Go get you. Yeah. <laughs> so now that I'm actually like hiring guys on, yeah. I'm like, cool. I can actually get back into competing. Yep. Uh, I'm back into doing the whole built for war thing yep. now. Of like, obviously, we're here we're back here. doing a Hello. podcast, which we have time now. Um, hi. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I'm excited now. Yeah, so we're both getting ready to roll into our seasons. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so we're gonna start talking about it and uh if you guys are also getting ready to get into your season boom uh you guys hit up with those comments hit up those uh you know ask questions we're happy to discuss anything and and our experiences where we are in our levels to help any of you guys that are just starting or anything and also do me a big favor if you guys are listening to this please hit the instagram um for the built for war page Hit, them, hit, hit us hit with it. ideas. Yes, 100%. Yeah, ideas or the, for the, the podcast. For, uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Hit that up all day, guys. Yep. Um, we're here for you to put out content and, uh, you know, try to figure out. And if you guys have really good questions, guess what? If we don't know it, we will probably research it and try to answer you as best to our knowledge as possible. Or we'll bullshit you. And you'll we'll learn just, wrong. Exa- and you'll be okay at the but end. But we'll entertain you for two hours exactly. and then find out that all the facts are wrong. <laughs> Bro science. Every time. Bro. Oh. Hashtag bro science. Bro science. But no, it's all coming just from uh, from experience. So from novice 
to trying to break into that pro card. Mm-hmm. So from those levels, that's where we stand. So if you guys are in those levels, questions, comments, shoot it. Are you planning on competing nationals this year? You know, I, um, it's in Dallas. I know. Uh, I actually, so that's what the cool thing is, is that this, uh, that's also why I decided to do these comps with the, the, the open heavyweights, but in this one in December, they are doing similar events that are going to be in nationals. So I'll get to mm. test it out twice before going to nationals. Cause I have, I have my card from Sunday paper. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> cause Zach, uh, was talking about last year. They did it right about the same time was uh, qualifications for OSG. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I have my card and yeah, I will, if nothing's going on around that time, I'm just going to do it. It's in Texas. Yeah. So hundred uh, percent I'm down because I'll be, yeah, this next one has that lever deadlift mm-hmm. nationals has lever deadlift has axle. I've been training axle. Yeah. Um, the mic next comp has an axle deadlift. <laughs> so, um, and then that same one in January, um, same thing has a lever deadlift, mm-hmm. um, has like very similar thing an axle overhead max nationals is an overhead, um, for reps yeah so like i'm training and it's just you know it's it's going one with the next so i also get to again try things figure out what went good what went bad two times before the big show yeah so yeah so this year i really that we'll just put it out there like facts like we need top 10 this next fucking year like there's no reason where we sit right now in that amount of time progression yeah. That we should not be sitting top 10 po- or podium. No. Like, there's no fucking reason. No. So we've been there. We've seen it. We know what's new. We know what needs to happen. Yeah. So. And we're already sitting in a good standing yeah. compared to where we were last year. I mean, just with even <laughs> having the off season that we did. Right. I mean, you doing the competitions that you did and me yep. doing the comps that I did. Well, me, right. Me doing this competition coming up is really going to prove to me that all of this work that I've been doing on the off season is definitely going to be working. worth it. 100%. 100%. So... Yeah, and that's the biggest thing, guys. Use competitions to, you know, check yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Got a checklist. Boom, compete. See what went good, what went wrong. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's what we're doing. That's all we're doing. That's all we're doing. Just work. <laughs> Always. So, yeah, uh, if you guys were curious, that's uh, that's what's going on because, yeah. obviously, I've been real dry on my Instagram and been Sames. dry on everything else. Samesies, but don't worry. They're coming back. They're, they're coming, coming back. back. You know, because... I have actually gotten a new inspiration from my grams now. Because, mm. again, as we progress, right? And we're getting mm. into this and editing and everything. I'm getting ready to get a computer built. We were talking about this yeah. actually off camera. Or it might be in the beginning of this video. It might I don't be. remember. Um, <laughs> but, uh, we'll figure it out once yeah, I edit it. Yeah, one of the guys. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a, it's a circle. Because now we're wrapping back to Ethan. When we first started uh-huh. this whole Uh-huh. <laughs> I think we were talking about it. I think we were talking he's a, about yeah, it. Yeah, he's a young guy that works for me, and uh, I'm kind of getting him into this uh, the Strongman competition in December, if he's ready. We're getting ready to test him. He's ran a few of the things for the, the next couple, the last couple weeks. So this uh, this week coming up, I'm going to run him. at all. I'm going to see if he can even make it to comp weight without injury, because I'm not going to have yeah. him do it if like it's too fast and he's going to get injured. So um, he's just never done those kinds of things, like yoke. Look, like, that's like a 500-pound yoke. And, look, like, if uh, he dies, he dies. Yeah, but he's a good kid, and I don't want to see him get injured. Tough luck. <laughs> Tough shit. Tough shit. <laughs> no. I can't do it, Jim. You're Plus, I need your you. ass here on Monday to help me. So, Kill him. <laughs> no, because then the work gets done. I got to do more work. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, so, no, and he's a good one. Like, he's a good one. Like, he shows up, and, like, he listens, and he learns, and, like, he's a good one. So, yeah. And he's a gym bro. So, no, he's, he's good shit. So. He keeps saying he's a gym bro. Gym bros are pieces of shit. Yeah, well, I mean, in the style of, like, 
he does the total just gym like I'm joking about that by yeah, the way. Yeah, we are straight up. Yeah. Cuz we were gym bros. We, we are will, gym bros. We still We are just gym have a, we are gym bros, but we just kind of have a more direct like where we're going. Gym we bros just are a, just there because like, We're just gym bros it. with a little layer of fat and a power belly. Exactly. Yeah, we're not as shredded as we no, used to be. <laughs> no. You know my goals now it used to be like get a six pack and look good naked and like I have that to a point, but uh you know, show off. So like pool season comes, like when I take off my shirt and all the girls see me. Now, all I care about is how big this upper ab gets so that I can set, <laughs> like I can almost set a soda can on there. Because I can't get a full belly because I won't allow that. Um, because in Strongman, use your body as an implement. And I've actually gotten really good for my off season. I'm really excited for the axles coming up mm. because I've been doing so much bracing okay. and breathing. And like, I'm getting this nice yeah. upper ab. Yeah, from all my bracing and uh, I've been doing a lot of beltless work mm -hmm. so it's really making me push out because I don't have the belt to push against Yep. so I've got to push even harder Yeah. Um, so the beautiful thing is my all my upper and I've been doing upper ab work so that boom I can set that axle up there because in the opens now middleweight you're allowed to with axle belt clean and then up to the shoulder you're allowed to base because no one has any bellies right we're all middleweights so you're allowed to axle I mean, I think to that's the bullshit right but i, they're, they're, I fucking hate that rule to be I honest know. like i think it's bullshit too but like but they allow it and i'm gonna use it if i can oh right? yeah Way yeah easier, no for sure 100%. i mean obviously use use the cheating method that you can exactly 100 and they say throw it to your belt throw it to your shoulder mm -hmm. or however you do it mm -hmm. so i've just trained straight to the belt and then up to the shoulder yeah in this one in january and all open comps no belt like it ha like you can hit the belt but it has to hit stomach before it goes up if you go from belt to upper they'll be like no rep and uh so yeah i've been having to really train that thing so i can get it up there <laughs> yeah so like you know i gotta get that axle all the way up there so and it's getting pretty braced up so i'm getting happy about that so <laughs> Hell yeah. It's, it's the baby steps. It's the baby steps. <laughs> it's the little things in life. It is. But, uh, so, yeah, man. And um, so we're just out here. Yeah. We're shooting for it. Shooting for the moon. Because guess what? If you shoot for the moons and you fail, you at least end up in the stars. You, you still die in outer space. <laughs> you still die out there and you float around forever. <laughs> still do the Matthew McConaughey. Watch your kids make mistakes while you die. <laughs> Way to get dark, dipshit. <laughs> oh man, well we're uh we're in there. Like swimwear. Awesome. I like that. Uh-huh. Um let's do the uh the nightly routine here. We're All finishing right. up. Uh go ahead, Mike. <laughs> you want me to close it out? I want let's say uh let's do our final thoughts. What's your final, final thoughts? Thought? Um, you know, I'm excited. This is the next chapter of our lives, the next chapter. Getting ready to jump into finish off 2022. I believe big things were built for 2023. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we definitely, it's okay to stay inspiring, even though we took baby steps because we said it last year too. I was listening to that podcast and like some of our, our, where we were headed and where we are now, almost a year later, not all those things have accomplished, but it's okay because we're still working toward those goals. Yeah. And things have progressed since. Um, so, and it's, we're still, we're yeah, still, it's still definitely, the hill. It's, yeah, I was going to say, they're just the more in reach now. Exactly. Exactly. We're just closer to getting there. So, right. You want to keep making big steps? Well, eventually those steps kind of become like box jumps, right? And if you ain't doing calves, how are you going to do a box jump? So we had to wait and we had to do calves. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny because I was looking at you guys in the tube doing this and then I kind of see in my peripherals just to see him like. I'm just lost in thought right now. Uh, yeah. Final thoughts. 
Box jumps. <laughs> do, do your calves. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Uh, final thoughts are going to be get out there and do something. There's too many people in this world that aren't doing shit. Good. Talking. Talking all day and not doing anything. Yeah. So stop talking about things and actually just start do doing them. Or just start doing them and let that shit speak for itself. Exactly. So. Uh, and come and tell us about it. Exactly. Because we want to hear, even though your girlfriend might not want to hear, or your husband or your wife or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whatever. Your but, dog may not even Your dog, hear. I mean, or your cat. Those are your babies. Well, you talk to them every night. First of all, night. fuck your cat. Yeah, fuck your I do like cats, so they're little schmittens. I owned a cat, and uh, uh, he was a cool cat because he was half barn cat. He was so, cool cat. Okay, he, barn cat's yeah, okay. okay. Because he was a barn cat, we uh -huh. adopted him. And we tried to keep him in the house just as he was a little baby. Mm -hmm. And as soon as he was old enough, we put him in the backyard. He was actually so dope because uh, he was, his name was Leo. And he was like a dog. Yeah. Like, and uh, he'd be out there with the dogs in the backyard and like rustle and tumble in with them. Yeah. And then uh, every day when I lived in Windsor, I'd come home, pull up in the driveway. He'd be up on the garage and wait for me. And then I'd jump out of the truck. I'd be like, Leo, what you doing up there? Boom. Meow, jumps down on the truck. Meow. And he comes down, rubs up next to me. And he comes in the house with me, says hi for a few minutes, and then boom, out the back door. Nice. So I was always like, respect. Like, respect. cool, you're not always in here. You're not bugging the shit out of me. You're not being like all <laughs> slickery and like slimy and like fucking. Being a little shit. Yeah, being a little yeah. bitch. Because yeah. yeah, I'm much more of a dog lover. I'm an all animal lover, but dogs are like huge. So That's fair. And no. You know what is new? Little baby goats, little miniature goats that not, not little minis. They're this big. They're a hundred dollars. I'm gonna buy one. It's they're like dogs. They have no horns, and like we live on that five acres, and uh, um, I'm gonna build a fence. Look at that thing. They have no horns. They are stay those the fainting goats? No. Oh. Those things are like dogs. They're little bloated little things. They have no horns. They don't get any bigger. The fucking eyes creep me the fuck out. I know. The Why eyes are they are, squares? Yeah, the eyes are creepy. But like them, for YouTubers. Oh, and a pig. I, I love the pig. Yeah, they're very similar to this house we were working Obviously, at. I love pigs. Um, <laughs> and, uh, that was rude. I so, love you. I love you. <laughs> oh, I was getting ready to go off. <laughs> 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 all right let's close this thing all right, out. Let's close this. um yeah you can catch me on the gram it is going to be trot underscore trot uh that is for now i am still thinking i know you're gonna change. i actually was thinking the same no i've been actually uh that's what i'm saying as i come back with this uh when i start doing videos uh i feel like i just have a little bit like we all do motivational stuff you know yeah. we just do with our own vision and stuff and so like you know, we're both getting very creative in our editing and everything mm -hmm. else so you guys are gonna see some new style material not just straight up posts and yeah definitely you know, doing a little bit of rebranding rebranding exactly i like to say that so um you know because we got to progress you must progress don't stick in your uh old ways and don't be scared to change fucking beer cane on the head mic drop peace bitches peace bitches <laughs> just kidding <laughs> That would have been a good outro. Uh, well, that would have been. That would have been good. But don't forget to catch me on the gram at Michael Lee Music. <laughs> Michael.lee.music. Dot strongman dot. Kind of a dick sometimes. I think I'm just going to keep dot, dot, and dot, and dot, and dot. And, uh, and then, of course, catch the Built for War Instagram Built for at built underscore for underscore war yeah. dot strong. That's right. Uh, and that's going to do it. Yeah, that was good. So, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to you. Welcome back to us. Yes. Now you guys in the YouTube world is going to see me reach back to hit the record button. Ooh. Well, you stop recording. Watch it, so. All right. Stay strong. Peace.